years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It, it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Hi. Hey. Hi, Bob. Hi. Man, we gotta get we gotta figure out a plan here. Why? To just uh, get rid of Mondays, right? Like nobody should ever work a Monday again. Like with uh, with with Labor Day being on Monday, it's nice. This four day work week, man. I'm telling you, this is what we need to do as a country. Everybody will feel better about themselves. Oh, it's so nice. I love four day work weeks, man. Already Wednesday. I mean, just feeling good. Yeah. Next thing you know, tomorrow's going to be Thursday, and then you're like, whoa, oh, crap, it's already a weekend? All right. Uh, this weekend should be fun in the city. Of course, the uh, Parkageddon that is going to happen on Saturday because there's an afternoon Pirates game, and then, of course, everybody wants to tailgate for the uh, the biggest game of the year, probably, Pitt-Penn State. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Saturday night at 8 p.m., so there's a whole bunch of different restrictions and stuff, like um, the, the Pirates crowd will be out of the lots an hour after the game, and then the Pitt-Penn State tailgaters, uh, the lots won't open until 5 o'clock or so for them, and sure, that's, uh, I mean, the plan's uh, all set in motion now. I just keep saying... I hope that Pirates game goes like 15 innings. Just because I just want to see the world burn. That's it. Uh, by the way, last night was it the lowest uh, Pirates attendance of the entire season here? Uh, yeah, yeah. The announced attendance. Now that's tickets sold. That's not people through the turnstiles. So this number is even basically an exaggeration of how many actual people were in the stadium. This includes season ticket holders who, you know, uh, aren't going to a Tuesday night uh, September game that really just has no meaning whatsoever. Uh, 8,855, the announced attendance at the Pirates game last night. Lowest of the season, and uh, I doubt it's going to get any better. I that's the high mark or the low mark actually of the season. I mean that's paid. So how many are actually there? Uh, Two thousand maybe, if that. Thirty five hundred maybe. Uh, you know, it's pretty bad. It's rock bottom. It's pretty bad. Uh, by the way, we didn't get to it on yesterday's show. Are we going to have uh, North Shore Saturday parking Facebook comments? Oh, maybe yeah, can we yeah, do yeah. that on the yeah, show? We, we forgot do- to do that on the show yesterday because so many people are mad about that. So <laughs> we can do those. Uh, go look for some more of those. We'll try to uh, we'll try to do that on the show today. Also, uh, yesterday on the show we were mentioning this. We got to get to this today. Uh, they announced a new Bachelor on ABC. Uh, they're in like season eighty of the Bachelor. Uh, who cares? But. Um, they announced that the guy who was on, uh, he was on Bachelor in Paradise, and he was on, what, the last season of The Bachelorette, this guy Colton? Yeah, You yeah. may know him, even if you don't watch the shows, because he was the guy who uh, announced on the show that he was a virgin, right? So he, Colton the Virgin, <laughs> is the new Bachelor. So like we do almost every year when they announce The Bachelor or Bachelorette. And we always say we never even watch those shows. We watch the first episode and the last episode really for comedy purposes only. But I understand that people are all in on these shows. They still get like 10, 12 million people watch every episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do. Well, not so much Bachelor in Paradise. That's just... Uh, That's the rejects. Yeah. Some, some people are like, listen, I'm classy enough to watch Bachelor and Bachelorette. But I'm not filling my summer with Bachelor in Paradise. Uh-uh. I ain't got time for this crap. I'm out on STD Island. Okay, so uh, we will... uh, Did you go through them? Do we have angry Bachelor Facebook comments now that uh, Colton the Virgin is the new Bachelor? Yes. Uh, By the way, kids, nothing wrong with being a virgin. I'm not making fun of Colton. I'm just saying that's what I know him as. 
I don't want to just say he's Colton. Uh, he would, made he made such a big deal about it. I remember yeah. the episode. Yeah, I just want to give everybody his sexual history before we dive into uh, Facebook because it was before the fantasy suite, if you recall. Hey, and then do we have a? Did somebody get naked? Do we have a naked story on the show today? Uh, Texas, yeah, in Texas. All right, how many uh, shows in a row is that for us? Because I, I feel like we're. I feel like some days we come in here and we we don't have a naked story, and then something happens and we we get one. So what are we at right now? Because we're on quite the naked streak. Twenty three. All right, twenty three straight shows with a naked story. We'll jump right into the naked story to start the show next here on the Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, we like to keep track of. Uh, Naked people on the show. It seems like every day on the show there is somebody who does something somewhere, gets themselves arrested for doing something naked. It is time for another naked story. Here we go. Whoa! It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. Yeah, we are at uh, the 23rd straight show of uh, a story dealing with somebody getting naked. This happened down in Texas. New information tonight. A man was arrested for communing with nature while naked happened at Johnson Park on the 11,000 block of North Breeze Road just before 10 a.m. We're choosing not to identify the suspect because he was only charged with a misdemeanor offense. He was charged with disorderly conduct. Hold on. Now, I have some more details here, but I heard her right. He was arrested for communing with nature while naked. My man's just out in the park. What was this guy doing? Like, what? what is that? If I tell you I'm going after the show today to get naked and commune with nature, well, what's that guy doing? Is he just like... Sitting in a park in the middle of the grass? Is he is he did he climb a tree naked? Is he trying to feed birds naked? I mean maybe all of it. And that is true. It could be just the total package as what uh communing with nature is. But the arrest report states that the suspect was walking nude, doing yoga, and dancing naked in a park where citizens were camping and fishing and again he said he was just communing with nature but the arrest report says from all the eyewitnesses <laughs> walking naked doing yoga and dancing naked all in a public park while people were trying I to see that dance fish. i kind of want to see the yoga pose too i call this one communing with nature he just has a bird in each hand <laughs> full splits well actually uh, yeah, two, two hands on one bird, possibly two. Naked person making the show once again. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. Oh, no. Oh, why? Oh, no. Uh, the Just Ducky Tours stopped for the year. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a story here. KDK did a story on it, the uh, Just Ducky Tours. You know, you take the ducky boats, you go in the water and, and all that, and you go around the city and learn so many different facts about the city of Pittsburgh. And You know, you ever take a ducky tour? That's cool, right? It's cool. It's not bad, especially when you have people in from out of town. You're just like, all right, I don't want to show you this all myself. Get in the duck boat. Let's go. Uh, I guess they usually run until November. Um, usually, because I remember sometimes I see them late in the season. I'm like, damn, they still putting the ducky boat in the water? Like, who wants to go in November on the duck boat? Everybody's all bundled up. But I guess they've already uh, stopped operations for the uh, for the rest of the year. I wonder yeah. if it has anything to do with, uh, you know, these accidents and stuff like that. Where was that? Missouri, where, like, a bunch of people died when those duck yeah, boats yeah. were out in that... Uh, in that storm in july yeah that's crazy man i wonder if that has anything to do with it and people are just like anti-duck boat now just like nah i don't i don't need to do that you know how people are man they see one thing and how many different ducky tours are going on in the united states and then you know one freak incident happens where this duck boat's out in a storm that that shouldn't be have been out there Mm -hmm. and you know, some people die, which I'm not trying to make light of that, but I'm just saying people see that and then they're just like, I'm never going on a ducky tour again. When the one in Pittsburgh doesn't even go that far off the shore at all, you know? Right. To even, like, be caught in a storm or anything like that. But I guess they're uh, stopping operations for the uh, for the uh, remainder of the year. Uh, the Pirates won 7-3 to last night over the Reds. They are now 68 wins and 61 losses on the season. Three games under 500. Woo! Woo. And like I said earlier Woo! in the show... Smallest announced attendance at PNC Park this season. 
Just about 8,800 fans paid. Yeah. And I bet, you know, not even half of those people even showed up. But the moment of the game, pitcher Trevor Williams, who is on an incredible streak since the All-Star break. He is, like, unhittable. He's doing an interview on AT&T Sports Network, a foul ball uh, comes right by him mm-hmm. where he's sitting, talking to the guys in the booth. He catches it with with one hand. Different world for him, and sometimes the, the adjustment is a little tougher. Coming. Here you go. No oh. way. No way. <laughs> that is classic. Got it. <laughs> that hurts so bad. Yeah, that hurts so we, bad. We should not be surprised. We're sitting right now on the Supermo. Boom. Look at that. Yeah. Just believe it or not, I'm an athlete, guys. Believe it or not. <laughs> the fact that it occurred while you're on with us. We've had a lot of special things happen. Look, we just scored three points for us. Points? We had some double steals. We had some swinging bunts. We had a we had a lot of stuff going on. So this is uh, this is special. Oh man, that's nice work. A little dab, a little toss into the net. Yeah. So Trevor Williams, the Pirates pitcher, gets the foul ball with one hand. Nice yeah, grab. Yeah. Then he uh, he dabs and then throws it into the uh, stance. He is one. He's definitely the funniest guy on the Pirates. He might be one of the funniest guys in the majors if you follow him on uh, social media and everything. And he was great last night catching a foul ball. Listen, there's no reason to even pay attention to the Pirates season at this point. So when a moment like that happens, that's all you got. I got to be completely honest. Don't be surprised. If the Pirates make a Trevor Williams catching a foul ball and dabbing bobblehead. <laughs> well, I mean, why not? One hand up. Like, to get you in. Yeah, one hand the catching ball. the ball and the other arm he's dabbing. Trevor Williams dabbing foul ball bobblehead. Get your season tickets right now, Pirates fans. <laughs> Don't even be surprised, man. Hey, it's not even that crazy. Don't even be it's surprised. It's not crazy at all. Uh, Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the morning freak show. High today, 95 degrees. That's before the uh, the thick, creamy humidity gets lopped on top of that, though. The heat index today is going to be damn near 100 uh, in a lot of areas, triple digits, it's going to feel like today. So a lot of schools are doing the uh, two-hour uh, early dismissal again today for the safety of the kids. When I was growing up, <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. It was different 20 years ago, 30 years ago when you were growing up and going to school. But guess what? Times change and things can uh, can change too. And- I used to sweat through my pants. <laughs> it used to look like I urinated myself because I had private sweat. Because our school didn't have air conditioning. Okay, calm down, Grandpa. It's 2018 now. Some school districts that don't have air conditioning or something just don't want to put the kids through it. And they don't... You ever have a sweaty crack? They don't even... They want to have, like, a dead kid on their hand, uh, like, for from overheating or something. So it's going to be okay. Right? Is it going to be okay? <laughs> My butt crack used to be, like, liquid. At the beginning of September when I went to school. All right, Grandpa. All right. We all know you're hard. You're a badass. Okay? Reel it in. Yeah. Kids these days, we get it. You're the sweatiest, Grandpa. I Listen, I know I've been railing on this, like, all week, but... It's hilarious. You just got to realize I... that this happens with every generation. You get old, and then you look at the generation growing up and go... Well, this generation, and back in my day, you just got old. <laughs> they don't know nothing the, sweating in class. That's it, okay? That's it. <laughs> this generation, they don't even have—they don't even know what a sweaty butt crack feels like, okay? I used to slide in my chair in, in wood shop. I used to have the shop teacher sawdust my butt crack so I wouldn't slide off. Okay, Grandpa. Listen, okay, you get a purple heart because you're I'd leave a snail trail if I sat on the floor and dragged myself along. These kids today never felt ass juice like I felt in school. Okay, good good job then. All right, you know, you're awesome. All right, uh, let's get to uh, Today in Freak Show History. Brought to us by Moe's Southwest Grill. Welcome Welcome to Moe's. We're going to take you back a couple years where a man got kicked out of a casino for uh, kind of an interesting uh, reason. Here we go. Today in Freak Show History. Today in Freak Show History. Today. 
Yeah, this happened at a Cincinnati casino. Uh, a Kentucky guy I allegedly got kicked out of the casino because he pooped his pants. This is from the uh, Fox 19 station down in uh, Kentucky. It's here. fair to say this guy, who asked us not to use his last name, had a real crappy day when he visited Jack Casino <laughs> early this morning. Uh, I, I, I like how we're starting here. I like how we're starting Tyler here. Tyler tells me while playing poker, the casino had a $1,000 giveaway, which he won twice. As he waited oh, to enter my. the contest for yeah. a third time, I mean, big winner. He's already won twice. He had to yeah. go to the bathroom. Right, yeah, yeah. He tells me he was in there for less than a minute. Uh-huh. When he came out. Yeah. He said he was confronted by security. And he said, uh, "Did you have an accident in the bathroom? Did you have an accident <laughs> in the bathroom?" <laughs> the casino alleges that Tyler was seen by three customers discarding his underwear <laughs> after pooping in them. <laughs> There is no way. All right, if this guy messed his pants yeah, yeah, and then had to take his underwear off and throw it away, right? there is no way that three people <laughs> then snitched on the guy. If somebody poops their pants and you see them throwing their underway, uh, underwear away, right. trust me, they're having a bad day. <laughs> they don't need you to snitch and go tell other people. He explains his encounter with them. All right, here we go. He said, I have, I have visual evidence of the contrary to what you're saying and for hygienic reasons i'm gonna have to ask you to leave all right so they kicked him out of the casino this point that's telling me in my head i envision a brown football that oval shape on my butt crack what so this guy's saying listen if i poop my pants there should be a brown a brown football on my butt crack like a stain? Right? Yeah. Down, set, hut, hut, hike. Who's got the brown football, huh? I do. So I asked Tyler a simple question. Yeah. Did he poop in his pants? <laughs> Did he poop in his pants? Did he? No. 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 <laughs> Hell no. Tyler told us he thinks he got the boot because they didn't want him to win any more money. Yeah. So they claimed he had a poop stain <laughs> on his pants. Winning too much money no! at the casino, so they said that I had a brown football on my backside. <laughs> guy kicked out of a Cincinnati casino, Kentucky guy, for allegedly uh, pooping his pants. ABC announced that Colton Underwood, who uh, I guess he was a former NFL player, made it to the top four on Becca's season of The Bachelorette. And then was on Bachelor in Paradise. He was the guy who uh, announced to the world on The Bachelorette that he is still a virgin. Colton Underwood is the uh, the new Bachelor. Very exciting, right? Very exciting. Of course. And, and then we read the Facebook comments. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Going to a very deep, dark yes. place on the internet. Yep. It's time for 961 Kiss Facebook comments. All right, now listen. You don't have to watch these shows. No. Because me and Bob don't. You don't have to watch The Bachelor, Bachelorette. You don't even have to know who this Colton Underwood guy is. Here's the new Bachelor. To appreciate... The Facebook comments. Facebook comments brought to us by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Cat L, new Bachelor drinking game. Drink every time someone says he's a virgin on this next season. We're all going to get blackout drunk, y'all. Patrice B, I've watched The Bachelor and Bachelorette since their inception. Oh, boy. Bachelor and Bachelorette credentials are out. Wow. And I have to say, I subjected myself to the torture of Juan Pablo's season. Oh, boy. And subjected myself to suffer again through Ari's season. Somebody give her, like, a producer credit. But the suffering stops now. Oh, no. I will not watch the next season of The Bachelor. Colton is way too immature to be dating anyone. He has the personality of a can of paint. This is going to be the junior edition of The Bachelor, and I don't need to see a little boy date all these women. Wow. I watch a man. Uh, Nabia asks, not watching. You ruined my favorite show with your very poor choices. Starting with Nick, look what happened. He and Vanessa broke up six months after. Sarah E., this is worse than when someone decided to let Nick be The Bachelor. I'm not watching ABC. You guys should really listen to your fans. I mean, really... ABC should just put on Facebook, who should the next, next Bachelor, Bachelorette be? And just watch the comments go. Just let people go. Sue W., am I the only one who sees that he is gay? Not by any means saying that in a bad way, but I'm calling it now. That will be the big reveal at the finale, leaving both girls without an engagement. That would be a, a shocker, right? Why haven't they ever done that? Have they ever done that on ABC, Bachelor, Bachelorette, where it's like, uh, you know, all guys or all girls or both? 
I want no, bi- yeah. We're ready for. I think I'm ready for bisexual bachelor. I'm ready for it, right? Maybe that's what's up. Is America ready for bisexual bachelor? Maybe this leads into that. Uh, Grace S here, bachelor. Thanks for picking Colton. Now I have no reason to watch. He's immature, spoiled, has no clue how to be in a relationship, and needs to grow up. Bye bye for this season. Yo, there are thousands of comments of women just fired up. Erica M here, can't believe it's not Jason. First Becca made the wrong decision. <laughs> now ABC picked the wrong bachelor. Not watching this season. I may never watch again. I'm so disgusted. <laughs> Again, these are Facebook comments on Colton Underwood being named the new Bachelor. He is a virgin. Have to throw that in there. Uh, Brenda D., this goofball is going to walk around with a smile on his face for three days the first time he sees a boob. Who wants to marry that? (laughs) Katie M., this guy would be the guy holding up the line at Starbucks because he can't even decide what to order. He has no clue what he wants. He has never even seen a woman naked. Oh, man. Now now he's good. Oh, damn. Nancy M., what a joke. I wonder if if he has enough balls to pick a wife. He's the biggest crybaby in Bachelor history. He'll probably have his family come to the fantasy suite and watch. I might have to skip this season. Okay, listen. Mom and dad in the fantasy suite, I'm in. If you could promise me that his family's going to watch him be deflowered in the fantasy suite, I am watching. And we'll end here again. These are Colton Underwood named the new Bachelor Facebook comments. We'll end with this one. Ashley L. I'm going to be watching. One of them hoes is going to get him a little fruit salad, and old boy ain't never going to be the same. 961 Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Steve tweets us here. I have Mikey and Bob playing through iHeartRadio and could barely hear what I thought was a song, but it was just Mikey singing about wet underwear. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Mikey and Bob 961 Kiss. It is the uh, Morning Freak Show. You can uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at FS Mikey, at FS Big Bob. Fox tweets us here. If the Steelers lose to the Browns on Sunday, Facebook comments will be crazy Monday morning. Uh, yeah, welcome back to Steelers season. You guys will uh, will be very accustomed to the drill on our show during Steelers season. Uh, it'll be uh, Facebook comments, people just going absolutely wild, typing things online after uh, Steelers games. That's how it happens. After a Steelers Sunday, it's Facebook comments Monday. Win or loss. Yeah, listen, the Steelers can win. If they don't beat the Browns by 80 points, someone will be mad. And probably I'd say win or lose. We're reading Facebook comments on Steelers-Browns on Monday morning. Or, listen, there could be another fun aspect, too, because every now and then this happens. If the Steelers beat the Browns, we tickle Browns Facebook comments and read sad Cleveland Facebook comments as they're probably like, oh, just another season of the Browns, you know? I bet you they have hope this year. Eh, I think, I mean, like, it's like I said, one year, don't the Browns have to be good? Don't they have to just, and not saying that they're going to, like, win the Super Bowl, but, like, one year, don't they have to win, like, five games one year? <laughs> like, one year, don't they have to beat the Steelers one time and maybe have five or six wins? Doesn't that have to happen one year, maybe? You know, Steelers lose, I'm not sure Facebook survives. <laughs> like, it might melt down. Might be too much. Part of me, part of me says, you know, to maybe get the team in line and focused like they need to be. And listen, for the better of our show, I'm not going to lose sleep if they lose on Sunday. (laughs) Uh, Nobody knows what's going on with Le'Veon Bell. He doesn't have to show up because he hasn't signed his franchise tag yet. He's obviously maybe upset at the Steelers for not getting a long-term deal with guaranteed money. You can't blame him. He plays a very violent sport. And he just wants his guaranteed money. Well, he's a, he's a millionaire. Don't you want to play for $14 million? You know what's cool about playing for $14 million and what's better than that? Playing for $35 million or $50 million guaranteed. So I get it. But listen, don't treat athletes like they're different from you at your job. If you don't have to go to work, you're not going to want to go to work. And if you can play for more money, you're going to want to play for more money at a better contract. Uh, David Spade, he was on SNL in the 90s. He was in Tommy Boy and Black Sheep with Chris Farley. He's Joe Dirt. Tweeted out, hey, Le'Veon Bell, I know this is a stressful time for you, but I'm sure um, you heard I drafted you. So I can't have this right now. I need you to get in the game. I feel like uh, this money combo can wait until January. I can float you whatever, but let's just get on that field. Thanks, bud. David Spade tweeting an offering 
to pay Le'Veon Bell to uh, get him on the field because he's on his fantasy team. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger yesterday uh, did talk about Le'Veon Bell on his radio show, um, basically uh, just saying that he thinks he's going to show up today, Wednesday, but he has no rhyme or reason why. Uh, Other than that, Wednesday is the first day of game plan installation, and he said I would expect him to be here on Wednesday, but there's no reason I'm saying that. I think Pouncey also said Wednesday, today would be the day that Le'Veon shows up, but who knows? Uh, Yeah, nothing's official for that. This could get as crazy. This is how nobody just knows. Uh It could get like as easy as he shows up today. It's business as usual. He runs for 120 yards and two touchdowns versus the Browns. Right. And it's like nothing ever happened, honestly. Or it could get as crazy as like this dude doesn't show up to like week 10 or 11 at the last time, the last game that he has to, to be able to have it count for a full NFL season so he could be a free agent next year. It could get that crazy. Could you imagine Facebook comments? We'll be reading them every week he doesn't oh my show God. up. Oh, God. Or he could just show up today. Uh, ben was also asked about Landry Jones being cut and Josh Dobbs being the backup. He said it was kind of shocking, but he understands why they did it in uh, business terms. He said the other guys are cheaper. They can keep them under contract for uh, more years, but he said Landry was valuable to him when he came off the field, and he trusted what Landry told him. He said, uh, Ben Roethlisberger said he told Josh Dobbs, you need to prove to everybody that you deserve to be here, not just talking on the field. Uh, he needs to prove he's as valuable as Landry was off the field in terms of film study. When I have a question, he has to have a good answer for me, and he's all for it. He said, Ben, I'll give you everything I can, and I trust that he will. Isn't he a rocket scientist? Do we have to worry about Josh Dobbs? Is he a rocket scientist? Josh Dobbs is a rocket scientist! Josh Dobbs is a rocket scientist! So, uh, you know, Ben was caught off guard about the Landry Jones cutting, too, but uh, I think uh, I think everything will be okay. Yeah. And listen, in the end, if it's not okay, we'll just uh, read Facebook comments, and then we'll all have a good laugh, and you'll be like, wow, some people really lose their mind uh, over Steelers football, and uh, and I- I'm not at that level. So I mean, uh, that's kind of the best thing about Facebook comments is no matter how crazy you are or the craziest thing that you think, there's somebody that's crazier. Uh, it's the one good thing about a Steelers loss yep. is we all come on here, and, it, and instead of doom and gloom, you give us a couple hours, and we turn it all around because people absolutely lose their mind. And you're like, wow, I'm going to have an okay date today. Uh, so Steelers taking on the Browns uh, in Cleveland on Sunday, 1 p.m. Interesting story out of uh, West Virginia. It is time to go down to West Virginia see what we got going on here. Attention all listeners of The Freak Show. The magical state of West Virginia has made the show again. All right. Hey, by the way, good job, West Virginia. I feel like West Virginia used to make the show all the time. Like, there would be weird stories out of West Virginia. And I feel like West Virginia has been on pretty good behavior. Yeah, not bad. Uh, lately. And then you got uh, this story out of West Virginia. A traffic stop ended with two arrests when police found drugs and a squirrel. Okay. <laughs> two arrests when police found drugs <laughs> and a squirrel. But is it okay to find a squirrel, though? Like, can you have a squirrel? Why is that even a thing? I feel like that shouldn't even be part of the story, though, right? Like, can you have a squirrel? Is that illegal? Like a pet squirrel? Listen, I feel like there's no rules as to what you can have a pet. Do you have it on a leash? A pet in West Virginia, right? Is it illegal to have a a pet squirrel in West Virginia? According to Milton Police, Robert Dix Dickerson and Allison Burgess, both of Spencer, were arrested Saturday. Police found several drugs, bongs, and a large large amount of cash inside the car. All right, drugs, bongs. Squirrel? Dickerson (laughs) faces several drug charges, speeding and driving with a suspended license. Burgess was charged with possession of a controlled substance with intent and to deliver in conspiracy. Burgess also charged with possession of a baby squirrel. (laughs) Charged with possession of a baby squirrel. How is that a real thing that can happen? All the drugs and the drug charges, I get it. But they actually charged them a bonus charge. Possession of a baby squirrel? Yeah, that's, what are you in for? That's on the books in West Virginia. I had drugs, I had bongs. Oh, I had a baby squirrel. Hey, listen, if I'm going to jail in West Virginia, though, or if I'm going to jail anywhere and they ask me what I'm in for, 
I would rather say I'm in for a baby squirrel than drugs. If it's just drugs, like, uh, there's probably a lot of people in jail for drugs. I mean, it's no big deal. You don't mess with the person that's in for having no. a baby squirrel. <laughs> no. That's not somebody you want to play games with in prison. Yeah, what are you in for? I'm in for drugs. What are you here for? Baby squirrel. All right, well, I'm just going to... I'm going to keep my distance. Listen, you can have my pudding at lunch if you want to, too. I'm not going to mess with you in the showers or anything because you're in here for a baby squirrel. West Virginia making the show uh, once again. Uh, Saz tweets us here, very important celebrity birthday, Michael Keaton, 67 years old today. Wow. All right. Okay. All right. Michael Keaton, of course, uh, Batman. Yeah. Uh, so many years ago from Pittsburgh. Uh, usually whenever he goes on like a late night talk show, he talks about how much he loves Pittsburgh or has some sort of Pittsburgh story, whether it's about the Pirates or something like that. So, oh, happy birthday. 67. Michael Keaton. Uh, there's a new drug trend hitting Ohio. I feel like we've talked about this on the show before, but the news in Ohio is covering the uh, new phenomenon known as wasping. Here we go. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. Uh-huh. The wonderful state of Ohio has made the show again. Yeah. Uh, they're wasping in Ohio. They are wasping. Drug trends can come and go. All are dangerous. We spoke with people today who say they've never heard of wasping. Wasping. I've never heard of wasping. People we spoke with in Dayton have never heard of wasping, a mixture of wasp spray and meth. All right. Now, uh, listen, this does not mean it's a new drug trend. It's kind of like a lot of things we 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 see on social media and here in the news. <laughs> I do like the first, the first person they talked to. She's like, I've I don't know what this is. Well, like, all it takes is a couple people to uh, mix meth with wasp spray, and then all of a sudden it's dangerous trend. Everybody's going to die in Ohio. Everybody's getting high on wasp spray and meth. And it's like, nah, just because a handful of people did it doesn't mean it's like this widespread trend that's going to wasping get completely out of control. Roman says even though he's not familiar with wasping, yeah. he's not surprised. It's a new mixture being used to get high. I got to be that is surprising. That should be surprising for anybody. The fact that there was a human being at some point yeah. who meth wasn't enough, and they went, you know what? I need to take this meth to the next level. What do we Give got? me that wasp spray. Yeah. It's just kind of depressing to hear that another yeah. crazy thing like that is out there. It is. Don't do the hard drugs, kids. We always tell you, we bring up things like this as a lesson. Never reach for that wasp spray while you're doing meth, and while you're at it, don't do meth. Wasping came to light recently in Summit County near Akron, where three people were hospitalized from the mixture. We spoke with addiction experts in Dayton who say mixing chemicals and drugs is common, especially with younger users. Oh, now we're Uh we're blaming the younger users now. Get high off meth, then you grab for just anything you got hanging around, wasp spray. Bowman says hopefully wasping is a trend that never catches on locally and will quickly go away. I'm sure that they'll find out that that is awful for you and go from there. There you go. We probably will never even hear or see from it again. The new dangerous drug trend. Really though? Wasping. Wasping. Ohio making the show once again. Uh, The NFL has released an official statement now on Nike uh, partnering up with uh, Colin Kaepernick for their uh, Just Do It campaign. Uh, Statement said the National Football League believes in dialogue, understanding, and unity. We embrace the role and responsibility of everyone involved with this game to promote meaningful, positive change in our communities. The social justice issues that Colin and other professional athletes have raised uh, deserve our attention and action. That was the official. That is a lot of lawyer speak in right. there. And just what is that even? That's not even like human talk right there from the uh, from the NFL. But the interesting thing about Nike and using Colin Kaepernick and in, in all that is that Colin Kaepernick has a collusion complaint in lawsuit against the league, basically saying that they blackballed him mm-hmm. because of his, uh, his his protesting. And uh, Nike has like a brand new ten year deal or so with the NFL. With the <laughs> so, which is a weird thing because and listen, you know what I, I I can't stand I can't stand how the media covers protesting, like and even like blogs and websites and stuff. Because yesterday it was. People are burning their Nikes. And it's like, no. There's like there's like ten videos online of it. If that. They act like it's a widespread thing and there's 
you can see smoke in every major city in America. Like giant, It's like 10 people burning Nikes. Nike burn piles. And probably half of them aren't even doing it to really protest. They're just trying to get retweets and likes. Right. And if we're just being completely honest, people are burning. No, people aren't. It's like 20 people. Nike's a world worldwide multi-billion dollar company. Well, what was the headline? Like? Nike feet getting backlash. Like, yeah, like 20 people burned their old ass Nikes. Their stock <laughs> went down 3% or something. That <laughs> yeah. was the headline then after that. Nike's stock going down 3%. I think Adidas stock went down too. It's just like a normal day. Basically. Yeah, it's like a, it was like a normal day of trading for it Nike. Was, it wasn't caused by a man cutting the Nikes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Checked off of his socks. No, nobody saw the Swoosh is getting cut off didn't cause no, it. Nobody saw the tweet of like big and richest sound guy cutting the Nike swooshes off the top top of his socks, just going, sell the Nike stock now. <laughs> That's it. No. It like it just the overreaction of stuff nowadays is crazy. Like the cutting and burning of the Nikes, like, yeah, okay. Uh come see me in a year and you're still gonna be rocking Nike stuff. The stock. No, that's not a real thing. No, that didn't. no. People are burning. No. Handful of people. Half of them probably are just doing it for for the attention, you know? Yeah. Just trying to give views. Hey, did you see the uh, the lady at the U.S. Open? Uh, this lady actually did Chicken finger interview. lady? Yeah, this was uh, this has been online for a couple days now, but this lady uh, got caught at the U.S. Open. She's just a fan watching the tennis tournament, whatever, and uh, camera just on ESPN randomly catches her with the chicken finger. She's eating with her nephews. She dips the chicken finger in, uh, in like, her pop and then eats the chicken finger. What sort of wizardry is that? So the uh, Fox station in New York actually did a phone interview with the lady. This is also where we're at with the media. (laughs) Just like, lady was dipping a chicken finger in a Coke. Gotta get her on. Get her on the phone. Alexa Greenfield dipped her chicken finger into a Coca-Cola. And Alexa's joining us on the phone. Hi, Alexa. Is this something you normally do? It's not something I, I commonly do anymore. I did it very frequently growing up. So you had no idea that you were being filmed when you did this. I love that this is just like a casual interview with a lady who dipped a chicken finger into uh, into a pop on national TV. The first question should have been like, Alexa, are you working with Satan? Did Satan send you up here to the tennis tournament to do this? Just how dry was that dry-ass chicken where you had to dip it in the Coke? (laughs) Well, she explains why she dipped, though. No, I got a text five minutes later from a friend that said, I just saw you dipping a chicken finger (laughs) in Coke on TV. And I was like... And then the friend was just like, lose my number now. Never call me or text me again. I don't know who you are. Oh, no. So what is the secret? Because I don't understand. Does it taste good? Yeah, now here's what we need to get down to. Why did a woman... Dip a chicken finger into a pop on national TV. I guess my dad had me doing it when I was younger. I guess he was like, if it's hot, you can cool it off. And people are telling me I should go to jail. You should go to jail. Absolutely. Chicken finger jail. Absolutely. What are you in jail for? I'm in here for drugs. What are you in jail for? Baby squirrel, what are you in here for? (laughs) Dunk the chicken finger in a pop. Mikey and Bob, 961 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. Hot today. High of 95. That's without the humidity. You throw the humidity on top of that. Heat index near 100. Swampy. Some places are actually going to hit triple digits, it looks like, today with the heat index. Ugh. Crack sweat. Oh, my gosh. I mean, prepare yourself for butt crack peanut butter if you're outside today. (laughs) Some uh, schools are doing the two-hour early dismissal now, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's hot out. Be careful out there. Ash tweets us, moved to Charlotte from Pittsburgh. The morning shows down here are so bad. I miss Mikey and Bob. Listen, we've explained this before on the show. If you, like, grew up or, you know, really got to know our show and have been listening to our show for an extended period to where you kind of get our show... And you get our humor and, you know, the things we talk about, the things we do, laughing at people's insane Facebook comments, Florida stories, stuff like that. And then you, you're you accustomed to that, right? 
And then you go to another city and listen to just typical, cheesy, same as it was in 1990 morning radio. It's gonna feel. It's gonna feel bad. It's you're gonna feel dirty. You're yeah, gonna feel dirty. Yeah. That's why we always say the best. The, the best thing that's happened to our show really is the iHeartRadio app because you can not only download full episodes of our show, but you can stream us anywhere. So even if you move away, if you're going away to to college or something, you're on vacation, you're out of the area, you can still, uh, you know, keep up with the show and everything. And it's uh, it's a pretty awesome thing. Uh, We have to say thank you to our buddy Chef Tom over at Gecko. What they got at Gecko? What they got at Gecko? I mean, what a spread. All right. He just stopped by. We've been talking about these these, uh, waffle sandwiches that they have at Gecko. He just dropped off a bunch. I've been eating these things like crazy for the past week. If you want the best breakfast sandwich in the game, mm-hmm. it's uh, the Belgian-style waffle is like the bread. And then it's got pretty much whatever you want. Real talk, chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles breakfast sandwich. Take that in. Chicken and waffles. I think I had the chicken sausage one. I put an egg on it and the waffle. It's just magic. And... uh Salute to Cam Hayward uh, from the Steelers. He's got this Berry Blitz smoothie right now with Gecko. Starting at just two ninety seven. portion of the proceeds benefit his charity, the Hayward House. So if delicious. You're, you're going to Gecko, get the Cam Hayward Berry Blitz smoothie. Chef Tom just brought us up some. They're really good. And it's also Substravaganza. Lowest price of the year on any sub, all fresh made. Seven-inch subs, four ninety nine. What they got at Gecko, everything. I mean, if you go to Gecko, you got to try the waffle sandwich. Ah, uh, you do. You have that's, to. That's, you have to. That's real good. And get a Cam Hayward smoothie while you're at it. Uh, speaking of the Steelers, Coach Tomlin yesterday doing his weekly press conference since it is uh, NFL season. Now, actually, tomorrow the NFL season uh, kicks off. Yeah, the yeah. Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles will be taking on the Atlanta Falcons. NFL season officially really kicks off uh, tomorrow. And then, of course, it's Steelers at the Browns Sunday 1 p.m. Uh, nobody knows what's going on with Le'Veon Bell. He might show up today. He might not show up for like 10 weeks. Who knows? Coach Tomlin was asked if he expects Le'Veon to show up today. Um, I hadn't thought about it. Uh, we'll see. Um, much like I've told you guys throughout this process, when he gets here, that's when we'll start quantifying all Le'Veon Bell-related things, um, his overall readiness, the amount of time that we have between his arrival and our next competition, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, We'll weigh all of those things at the appropriate time. Right now, we're just singularly focused on the guys that are here and working and have been here and working and kind of building a plan around variables that we know. Uh, That's the appropriate thing. I love that Coach Tomlin just like, I haven't really thought about it. Like, okay. Le'Veon never crosses my mind. Everybody in the city of Pittsburgh has thought about Le'Veon Bell at some point recently just like when's he showing up or of course uh he was uh he said he's uh more comfortable this year with the backups because of what james connor has done and uh and and shown and i think that's how a lot of people are are thinking not that james connor can replace everything Le'Veon bell gets you but right thinking like all right if we got to go without Le'Veon for a while or if it takes him a couple weeks to you know james connor is uh, looking better not sure. too bad yeah. coach Tomlin was also asked about cutting landry jones and having josh dobbs as the backup that came as a surprise to a lot of people yeah it was a very difficult decision and you know re- really wasn't about what landry did or didn't do it was what about it was about what josh did josh was presented with very tangible challenges he didn't shrink in the face of it as a matter of fact he rose up in the face of it and provided good and consistent play for us. We just got really comfortable with his growth and development. Like I get what Coach Tomlin's saying there about Josh Dobbs. Really, it wasn't what Landry you did or didn't do. It was what Josh Dobbs did. But right. like, wasn't it kind of understood that Landry Jones was going to be the backup, so he didn't really get a chance to play in some games? Uh, yeah, and then he, Josh Dobbs and Mason Rudolph were playing more, and then it's just like, oh, just kind of a given, right? We kind of put Landry Jones on the shelf because he knows what you know. It's not, when Landry played, he didn't do awful at all. Like even going into the last game, it was all just like, oh, you know, they're going to give Josh Dobbs a chance to like showcase himself for for other teams. Yeah, and then I guess what Coach Tomlin said though is just a little confusing though because he said it's what Josh did. It's right. just like, well, what did Landry Jones didn't crap the bed in the preseason, but he barely got a chance to uh, to even play. I don't know. I'm listen. I'm not bad. I'm not mad at it because I think if Ben's done, the season is probably you know, they win the Super Bowl with Ben Roethlisberger. Unleash the Dobbs. 
Uh, and then, of course, Todd Haley is the offensive coordinator for the Browns. And there was, uh, you know, he's asked about, you know, Todd Haley's familiarity with the team. You know, if you got red paint, you paint your barn red. Yeah, here we go. You know, we use that analogy in coaching a lot. Um, I'm sure Todd is going to work to paint his barn whatever color the paint it is that he has. Uh, that's the challenge that we all have. Oh, Todd Haley is painting his barn all right with Cleveland, but he's painting it brown. But it ain't that like orange Mm-mm. brown. Todd Haley's Mm-mm. painting his barn poo-poo brown, Coach <laughs> So it is uh, Steelers at Cleveland to kick off the season on uh, Sunday, which, hey, win or lose, there's probably going to be Steelers Facebook comments like, on the show. Why in my head do I picture Todd Haley with poo-poo brown like finger paint? Finger paint in a barn right now. He's not even using a paintbrush. Uh-uh. Oh, Todd you're Haley. Sick. You're sick. Finger paint with poo poo. 961. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Janet tweets us turned on the radio and I hear crack pipe and that's not chocolate. Show never disappoints. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. You see the Aditi Kinkabawa tweet here? From the uh, NFL Network? No, no. What uh, what what happened here? We have breaking Steelers news. Is Le'Veon there? Is Le'Ve- Did Le'Veon show up? Has Le'Veon landed? Is it Le'Veon watch? Is it Le'Veon related? Steelers oh, have boy. a team meeting at 9 a.m. Oh, gosh. Is he there? Is he is he there? One of Le'Veon's teammates just messaged me. Oh, is he there? Is he there? Oh. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, one of the dots. One of the dots. Is he there? No sign of him yet. Okay. He's not coming. I love it all, man. Oh, God, why? I love it all. I love that it it ruins people's day. That you get so upset about professional athletes and professional sports. that It affects your, your well-being in, like... How you physically feel. <laughs> like, I'm so angry about Le'Veon Bell that my heart rate is increased and I'm raging on Facebook right now. <laughs> Just calm down. I mean, he'll get here when, uh, he'll get here when he gets here. And it might not be for another 10 weeks. I mean, seriously, it might not, it might be today, but it also might not be for like 10 weeks. Le'Veon watch. If he really wants to just play the minimum games, isn't it like week 10 or 11 he has to show up to play like, what is it, six or seven games? <laughs> yeah, I think, does he have to play six? Is that what it is? I think, I think so. Eh, all right, good for him. Oh, think, God. Listen, there's nothing any of us can do to control it, so just sit. I think a lot of you need to just adopt our mentality. I used to get so stressed out over sports, man. I used to want to argue with people and just tell people they're wrong. And now I just, you know, I just don't know if I care that much. To Like, I still care if the Steelers win or lose. Sure. You know, you want the Steelers to win the Super Bowl every year, but I still watch the games and everything. Man, I just don't let it, uh, I don't let it, I don't let things that I have no control over at all really affect me that much. Like, what are you going to do? But they have a team meeting at 9 a.m. Hold on. Should we should we play the Terry Bradshaw stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is this Does this happen every year? I feel like at the beginning of every Steelers season, Terry Bradshaw must come out and just somehow rip on Coach Tomlin, right? Or say yeah. something about the Steelers. Uh, Terry Bradshaw was on some radio show, the Dan Salio Show. And uh, was talking about uh, Coach Tom when this is, again, Steelers quarterback great, uh, what, four-time Super Bowl champion Terry Bradshaw. I don't know Mike Tomlin. I tried to call him a couple of times, and they didn't return my phone calls. But that's no, you know, hey, huh? that's no big deal. There's a lot of people that don't return my phone calls. That's <laughs> nothing. But I, I tried. All right, well, hold on. Let me stop it right there. Because some of the anger and resentment against Coach Tomlin that Terry Bradshaw uh, has, he just revealed why he has some of it, whether he said it, you know, blatantly or not. Mm -hmm. He's tried to call Coach Tomlin, and he doesn't return his phone calls. Well, Terry Bradshaw 
of course, things. Four-time Super Bowl champion. Have some respect and answer the phone when Terry Bradshaw mm, calls. Yeah. And Coach Tomlin's probably just like, well, I didn't even talk to Terry Bradshaw. What's Bradshaw want? So Terry Bradshaw is already on the offensive about Coach Tomlin because he had to throw that in there. I did use an outside source to try to hook up with him. Huh? I played for a tough guy in Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin is winning football games, yeah. but at the same time, you know, Super Bowls are just disappearing. Oh. Oh, damn. There goes the Super Bowls, man. Hey, there it goes. He should win the Super Bowl every year. Terry Bradshaw's right. The Steelers should win the Super Bowl every year. Terry Bradshaw is a walking, talking Facebook comment. (laughs) He is. I love it, though. I'm here for every year Terry Bradshaw saying something about the Steelers that he doesn't like. How can you have this great offense and that football team should have been in another Super Bowler. Uh, well, Tom Brady is one reason. You know, the reason why the Steelers don't have 10 Super it, Tom Brady and the New England Patriots are one of the reasons, if we're being honest. Dude, not, how could they not be? And to lose at home to Jacksonville. There we go. Here's, here's Terry Bradshaw here. Uh, you don't lose, what, 45, 42? Yeah. Are you kidding me in a championship game? Yeah. So I look at the head coach. Yeah, got to oh, look. Get him, Terry. Got to look at Coach Tomlin. Listen. What you doing, Terry? Oh, no, Terry. Oh, Terry. Terry Back up, Terry. Terry Bradshaw's got the phone to his mouth. Back up, Terry. Back up, Terry. Back up, Terry. Oh, no, Terry. What you doing, Terry? Back up, Terry. (laughs) (laughs) Like, sports are just so weird, man. Like, Terry Bradshaw just... Said, you know, it's all Coach Tomlin's fault that they lost to the Jaguars. Well, and they should like, win the Super Bowl every year. But, like, I mean, there's so many things. There's so many little things. Like, yeah, Ryan Shazier basically mangled his spine. The Steelers probably beat the Jaguars if Ryan Shazier is still the oh, uh, linebacker, Terry. right? And oh, Terry. Wasn't Sean Spence the linebacker at one point? Oh, wait, am uh, I high or was no, I he? think you're right. I think you're wasn't right. Like, I, some of that has to do with it. Is Coach Tomlin's fault? You know, I don't know. What you doing, Terry? And criticize me. I could care less. You know, that's my opinion. Oh, that's I played for a tough sucker, oh. and I was afraid of oh, it. Oh, man. Terry Bradshaw just whipped his Chuck Noll out on the phone on a radio show. Oh, no, Terry. What you doing, Terry? Terry. And we played our ass off for him because I mean it's it's old men yelling at the clouds is is what it is. It is. It it's is. fun. It's fun at all. And yes, uh, it, I I think most people think the Steelers should have won more Super Bowls under Coach Tomlin. But the other thing is is they do win a lot, and they did win one Super Bowl under him. And also, who else is going to coach? Huh? Uh, Terry's going to coach. Well, oh no, Terry! Terry's ready. ready. We feared him. And I don't see that with this guy. I'm sorry, but uh, he's not my kind of coach. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. How many coaches are feared in the NFL? Maybe Bill Belichick. They win. There's no. But look, how could you, as I say, how could you not win? How could you not win? Well, you could not win by losing. And the Steelers don't lose that much under Coach Tomlin in the regular season. 116 and 60. Uh, most owners of football teams would cut their hand off to have a coach that could have that record. Yeah, oh, not as Terry. What you doing? Come on, Terry. But yes, I do agree though. The Steelers should win the Super Bowl every year, and when they don't, it is all Coach Tomlin's fault. Has nothing to do with any injuries or how the players play. It's all on the coach. And oh no, what you oh, doing, Terry. Terry? Come on, Terry. Rachel tweets us here. You guys had me in tears today. Thanks for making this hangover a lot better. Damn. Hangover on a Wednesday morning. Okay, Rachel. Get it. Oh, no, Rachel. What are you doing? Back up, Rachel. Back up. Back up, Rachel. Uh, Bob was just uh, reading a tweet from uh, Aditi Kinkabwala from the NFL Network about uh, Steelers having a 9 a.m. team meeting. And uh, one of the uh, Steelers players uh, texted her that no Le'Veon Bell yet. So, uh, Zach tweets us here. Think of all the people that pick Le'Veon Bell for fantasy football. Uh, Zach, I think about them a lot. I I dream about them. I pray for them. Mm-hmm. I pray for their families. Yep. Just know if you picked Le'Veon Bell in fantasy football, thoughts and prayers. I uh, I'm praying for you and your uh, your well being. I think about you a lot. I used to uh, play fantasy football. Just got too crazy. It's all just too much. Life is so much better without it. 
Like, I used to love it so much. And we then, both did, man. We used to go all in. Man. Drafts and everything. And then I I came to the realization that it was ruining my Sunday. Mm-hmm. Basically. Like, I would, I would and, and then when they got that Thursday night game, they throw that in now. So you're, like, setting your lineups, like, on a Wednesday. Like, hey, there's a game tomorrow. The season kicks off tomorrow. Eagles and Falcons. You got to set all your fantasy football lineups every week. I'm just like, yeah, you know, sometimes I just, I just, I just rather do life than uh, worry about my fantasy football lineup. Oh no, Terry, bang up, Terry. Uh, did you see the uh, story out of Philly with the homeless guy? This has been a story for a while now. Uh, there was a couple. This was back in uh, November of last year. Couple ran out of gas near Philly. I-95, and a homeless man uh, found this couple and walked several blocks, cold November, and used his last $20 that he had on him to help fill their gas tank. So the couple started to go fund me page, say, hey, help this guy out. Do you remember when this happened? Like, it was everywhere. It was, yeah, it was all over the place. They talked to the people uh, and everything. It was on Good Morning America and all, all that stuff. So the couple started a GoFundMe page saying, hey, this guy did this stuff. Let's get him some money. And donations got out of control, $400,000. And um, nobody really knows what happened to the money. The lawyer now of the homeless man uh, says that the money's gone. GoFundMe officials and lawyers are trying to determine where the money went or how it was mismanaged. Four hundred thousand dollars. I know at one point the couple said they that this guy was, you know, a recovering drug addict and they didn't want to just give him that big lump sum of money. So they were kind of weaning the money to him. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And they didn't want to give it all to him in a lump sum because they almost didn't trust him with it. Well, it's not really your money. They didn't raise it. People didn't donate to that. For you to decide how this guy gets his money. Yeah, you're not really his babysitter. Uh, it's it's sad, but every time, just about every time, unless I personally know someone, yeah, I just keep I move on from GoFundMe's. And, and this is a lot of the reason. A lot of the times you don't know who's behind them, and if it's somebody doing it on behalf of somebody. Then you have to have a complete trust in like a stranger to then mm-hmm. give that person the money, or they might give them like seventy five percent. But you know, I should get a cut too because I started this. Yeah, I put in work on making the GoFundMe page. Somehow the four hundred grand disappears. Yeah, and it's just you know, it's sad too because the the way our country is with healthcare and stuff, a lot of people don't have the healthcare, and their families and even their kids go through these. Things where they, you know, need money and so many families get bankrupt just by medical expenses. It's crazy. It should never happen. But then they have to make a GoFundMe page. And I wish I could always donate to everyone. I don't even trust them. I just don't. No. Uh -uh. You know. Nope. Like, I would rather give directly to something like Children's Hospital. Where I know, like, hey, kids are going to get great care there. You know what I'm saying? Where you just know the money. Yeah, the money's going directly to... And not saying every GoFundMe or online fundraiser thing is shady, because it's not. That's not the truth at all. But there are some, and like I said, unless you personally know the people, I always feel like kind of weird about that. And I'm always just like, no, that's okay. I'll donate to something else. Like, I'm sorry. It's nothing against the people who are going through something. I just, it's just how society is now. And that's just another example. This homeless guy who they raised 400 grand for and nobody really knows what the money is. And now they're saying the money's gone. And, you know, maybe he got some of it. But I'm sure that's not the intention that people had when they donated to have these uh, this young couple decide the fate of their, uh, yeah. of their money. It's kind of weird, man. Uh, Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, Morning Freak Show. Uh, thanks again to our uh, our buddy Chef Tom and everybody over at Gecko for I mean just embracing our show, but also bringing us magical things. Uh, Cam Hayward from the Steelers has a new Berry Blitz smoothie at Gecko. It's delicious. 
portion of the proceeds benefit his charity, the Hayward House. Had one of those. It's Substravaganza at Gecko. Lowest prices of the year, $4.99 for 7-inch subs. Could have one of those they, in a little they bit. They got these Belgian-style waffle sandwiches oh, now. God. You can get a chicken and waffle sandwich now at Gecko. Had two of hey, those. Those are breakfast sandwiches, but you can eat those anytime. They're so good. Oh, yeah, they're good what anytime. they got at Gecko? Uh, I'm trying to think of what's coming down the road at Gecko. Like, I don't want to give out any secrets, but I, everybody knows what's coming, right? Everybody knows what's happening when the fall time hits. It's that time of year. When Thanksgiving is around the corner. Oh, everybody yes. knows what's coming to Gecko, right? All right. Oh, yes. If you don't know, soon you'll know. Uh, freak show question of the day today. We end the show with this every day, and then you listen to Tall Kathy at 530. She will ask you for the answer. We will give it to you right now. Question of the day today. What Pittsburgh superhero turned 67 years old today? Uh, the answer is Michael Keaton. Uh, we will also just accept Batman. <laughs> Either one. Michael Keaton, or if you just like to call him Batman. It is Batman's birthday today. Happy birthday, Batman. Uh, if you missed anything from the show today, you can stream and download our podcast on the iHeartRadio app or iHeartRadio.com every day. Uh, that's fun. Subscribe to our Mikey and Bob YouTube channel. We post a couple videos from every show up there. Uh-huh. That's fun, too. We yes. were reading uh, Facebook comments about the new Bachelor today. That was a good time. Uh-huh. Uh, and keep listening because six more chances throughout the day today. Giving away full trips to Vegas. Just win yourself a trip to Vegas. Tickets to go see Justin Timberlake, Childish Gambino, Carrie Underwood, Imagine Dragons, Logic, Mariah Carey, all in one weekend. It's a Friday and Saturday night. What a party. It's can people handle that? Because like it was almost too much for us. It was a lot for us. Because you go there on like a Thursday or Friday, and then you're back by Sunday, you know? And it's like music the whole time. Sunday night, you're just like, did that really happen? We did some drinking, too. Though. We did. So, we I did. Mean, that, the party didn't stop for us that weekend. It's the kind of Vegas weekend where you just don't really worry about sleeping too much. You no. you, you do the Vegas iHeartRadio Music Festival weekend in like three and four hour nap increments. That can happen at any time. So if you want to be part of that, six more chances to uh, go out there. 11-10 during the Ryan Seacrest show. Is uh is your next chance? All right, is that it for us? Okay. okay Ryan Seacrest shows up there. Oh wait, hold on. What? 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 Maybe on Bell. Oh, is there an up- update? No. No. Oh, okay. no I just All wanted right, to uh, make everybody pee a little. HD Pittsburgh. Let's go. This is on air with Ryan Seacrest. All right. Well, I guess he's coming, huh? No stopping it now. Noah Centineo.